Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I am here today excited, sitting here on the second floor of, you know, my favorite place to record a podcast episode, the Fayetteville Public Library. It's so funny that just as as a side note uh, on this episode, I just talked to David Johnson, who is the head librarian, the, the, the chief guy here at Fayetteville Public Library, and he was so excited to tell me about the new space that's exp- that's opening up in October. And we're going to do a special episode in the coming months to kind of give you a, a cursory glance of what this, what you can expect when you come to visit the new Fayetteville Public Library starting in October of 2020. So there's a lot of great things happening. And one of the things that they are doing is they are creating a, um, a brand new creator space that's going to include 
a studio, an audio studio and a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on there. So, of course, yours truly said, hey, Dave, you know, I mean, I, I record half my podcast episodes right here at the library. We need to figure something out. So we're going to work on something behind the scenes and see what we can do to make I Am Northwest Arkansas a, a regular staple, if you will, here at the Fayetteville Public Library. So we'll uh, I'll keep reporting back to you and give you updates on how that how that goes. But stay tuned for a future episode where I will sit down again with David Johnson from the Fayetteville Public Library, and we'll talk more about all the great things that are happening in Fayetteville, but specifically what this $38 million plus dollar extension to the library means for you, the listener. Because whether you're from Bentonville, Bella Vista, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, this is a just a, a gem of a place for you to come and, and be, come get a book, come just take advantage of all that's here. So I could go on and on, but Without further ado, I've got two wonderful people sitting in front of me, Sean Morris and Reagan Hood Morris. And this is a husband and wife duo, that, a young couple that I met. I actually met Sean. I don't know. Sean just reached out to me and uh, sent me an email with some really good ideas. And, you know, it just has a way if you just send me emails with really good ideas that I'll definitely connect with you and sit down. So <laughs> whether it's coffee or just sitting down and, and shooting the fat, that that's what happens. So. But no, I, they actually have a, a, a very compelling story, which we're going to get to in a second. But, you know, there's a lot going on in this area with regard to real estate. And mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a lot of new episodes soon to talk about just the whole real estate market. But there's one area that I've always been intrigued by, and that's kind of like Airbnb. And so I brought these guys on to kind of talk about it from their perspective and their experience. And so I think you're going to want to hear what these guys have to share today. If you have ever thought about putting up your place as an Airbnb. I know some of you have rented, rented your place out doing uh, Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue because there's just a shortage of, of, uh, of units available. But regardless, whether you're looking to make some side income, just another way to um, leverage, you know, you, maybe you have extra rooms in the house, maybe you have a couple of rental properties, and you've thought about what would it look like if I did Airbnb. Well, today is your day to listen to the podcast. And so without further ado, Sean, Reagan, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. It's quite an intro. Yeah, it is. It is quite <laughs> an intro. You set us I, up either. I, 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 I really set you up. I, set, I raised the bar really high. And so that's just the way that it is. But I, I certainly want you guys to, um, to, to share, just tell the audience a little bit about yourselves, your superhero origin story, as, as we like to say here on, um, on I Am Northwest Arkansas. But just tell the audience who you guys are. Yeah, uh, I'll go first really quick. So I'm originally from Conway, Arkansas, and came to U of A 2011 to study finance and fell in love with the city of Fayetteville while I was here. Did not want to stay in Arkansas uh, when I originally <laughs> was trying to figure out a college. Wanted to go as far away from the state as possible, but then I realized how expensive it was to be out of state tuition. So came to Fayetteville, realized it was completely different than any other part of the state. And so decided, okay, once I leave college, I'm going to stick around here and got plugged into a couple of different startups post-college. So one was e-commerce fulfillment. Another one was doing a grocery delivery. So kind of find myself in the startup space, understanding what that looks like in the Fayetteville world. And then just recently moved over to uh, Walmart. And so... I've heard of that firm. Yes. Based yes. up in Bentonville, yes. right? Yes. yes. Excellent. I think Great they're going to be around for a while. I have a feeling they will be. Yes. I have a feeling they will so be. So now I commute to Bentonville every day. So it's a lot of fun. A little okay. different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Reagan? I'm kind of the opposite of that story, actually. We moved around a ton 
growing up. Okay. And so by the time we came to Arkansas, I was like mid to late high school and I was done. I was done moving. This was it. I'm, I'm over <laughs> it. So yeah, we stayed around in Fayetteville. I literally only applied to the U of A because I'm like, I'm not. You're not going anywhere I'm else. not doing this again. Yeah, that's fun. So yeah, I fell in love with Fayetteville younger and been around ever since. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So now what do you do when you're doing during your daytime hours? So I'm actually in a really weird transitional period of life. Done ministry for a long time. Done, you know, I taught pre-K. I've done everything kind of mm-hmm. in between all different areas. And right now I'm kind of focusing on our Airbnb okay. and just kind of, we bought a house out in West Fork actually. And That's what so I'm, I heard. Yeah, yeah. So we're renovating that one right now. So that and the Airbnb are kind of my main projects right okay. now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. good. Well, yeah. well, so, so why don't you, I mean, for the uninitiated and those mm-hmm. that are listening that have maybe used an Airbnb, I know I travel nowadays and I use Airbnbs wherever I go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they put out a great magazine. I don't mm-hmm. know if you see that magazine. I I mean, oh, they, yeah. They really, they, it's, it's the little things yeah. that make a big difference. And it, it makes me, that magazine makes me want to rent an Airbnb whenever mm-hmm. I go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So now I kind of default because, you know, when you travel with Air, if you travel and you're normally used to staying at a Hilton or a Hyatt or whatever, you, you know, you have, you can create kind of like a business profile on Airbnb so that they, you know, you can tell, toggle between if you're traveling for leisure mm-hmm. or traveling for business. And I don't know what that does for you, but I just know that I have looked at trips, like I have to take a trip to LA and I looked and said, well, maybe I'll get an Airbnb somewhere in downtown LA so that I can go back and forth. But I just, I just like that convenience and, and flexibility. But people mm-hmm. use that when they're coming here to Northwest Arkansas. All the time. Yeah. I mean, so, so why don't you kind of walk us through your initiation into Airbnb and why you're, you're kind of sold on this idea? Yeah. So post-college, I kind of did a yearly January trips where I'd go on vacation somewhere in the United States. Uh, and so one year I decided I was going to go to Austin, Texas, uh, and I'd heard about Airbnb and was like, okay, I'm interested in this idea. I don't want to just go to a, a normal trip. I want to kind of do something special. So I went on Airbnb and saw that there was a bus that someone had in their backyard they had turned into an Airbnb. And I was like, oh, I, 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 have to do, <laughs> I have to do that. That's a story. That's an interesting experience. And so went, and it was just very... It was just very fun to not only visit a city, but get to have this really unique experience within the city that I wouldn't have gotten if I had stayed in a normal hotel. Nothing wrong with a hotel, but it was just fun to be able to tell people, yeah, I went to Austin and like, here's the place I stayed in for people to be like, what is that? I know. Um, and so after that, I kind of, that's when I got really interested in Airbnb. And so anytime I would travel, I would use Airbnb. So in Chicago or Boston or Atlanta, like, always go the Airbnb route. And what I really appreciated when I would use Airbnb is when people would go the extra mile or just basically um, just put in like a personal touch or touch or like thoughtful touch behind it, whether mm-hmm. that be here's some extra snacks or like what recommendations would you want specifically for you? Like just little things that just showed you cared beyond, hey, here's a physical place for you to sleep, mm-hmm. have fun. So I experienced what a good Airbnb was like, but I've also seen more of the bad side of yeah. Airbnb where it's like, oh, they just slap this together. Right, um, right. No thought goes into it. Yeah, yeah. we stayed at one uh, oh in New God. York City that was, or in Brooklyn, that it was very last minute. So it's on us, but it was basically we were staying in somebody's like kids like playroom. Uh, <laughs> like we walked in. First of all, again, like you said, it was last second because our previous one had canceled. Uh-huh. So it was kind of up in the air and we mm. were just trying to find one. But we walked in and we were not, there was like a, it's Brooklyn. So you're sharing spaces with multiple different sure. people. And we knew that going in. 
But we walked into our room and it was a children's playroom. There's toys all along the wall. The Incredibles was being projected onto the mm. wall. And there were two giant bean bags. And that was the only beds that we like saw in this room. We were like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> what have we walked into? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, it's just, we've seen the good and seen the bad. And so yeah. I was like, if I ever could do something with Airbnb, I would want to do that because it seems like a lot of fun. And this area is such a great area to highlight and tell people about. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. I have some friends that have, um, you know, they have rented out their place mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Uh, I had one friend that, you know, she got so comfortable and, and, you know, had built a kind of a following, if you will. And mm-hmm. so people would come and use her place whenever it was available. Mm-hmm. I mean, she lived there, but there were times when she would step away and she set it up in such a way where she could basically flip a switch mm-hmm. and make it kind of Airbnb ready. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 you know, you have to systematize a lot of things, but I would, I would love for you to kind of your initial experience, once you cross that threshold and say, you know what, we're going to take the property that we live in and create an Airbnb out of it. What happened? Yeah. So originally when I was ready to buy a house, I had in mind, I wanted to Airbnb it at least to some extent. Sure. Um, so I made sure to find a location that would have was great for myself, but also for us to be able to Airbnb. And so we settled on South Fayetteville right by Penguin Eds. And it's like looking back in our experience of it, we originally started with us having all our stuff in there completely open to be used by anybody who came through the door. And it was just it was just a very interesting initial experience where we didn't have a great system to, okay, as soon as we walked away, like we could turn it, flip a switch, and then it was ready to go. Right. Um, and so the first, I'd say the first few months that we did it were a rough experience. Uh, just personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But from the standpoint of one, we didn't have a really good place to go yeah. uh, whenever someone rents our place. But then also all our stuff was all over the place. And so it made a more cluttered atmosphere. Sure. Um, it wasn't the experience we wanted to give to guests. And we've been thankful enough to buy a house and to be able to get our stuff out. Where now we have this really great experience where when a guest comes, man, the house is very clean. The house is very spacious. There's little amenities throughout the house that we think actually like benefits and helps. Just It makes the guests better enjoy their stay. And so we think we've come a long way from what it originally was. I don't know. What would you say? Yeah, I think we did not do it. This is trial and error, truly. Sure. We did not do a good job of being able to switch that, like flip that switch. Right. And as time went on, we got better about it, learned to put our stuff in different places and being able to like all our bathroom stuff went in this little thing that we would then put in a closet when someone came. But yeah, it's a trial and error learning how to like share that space with this unknown person and then right. come back and be fine with it if yeah. something got moved. You know, just kind of learning that has has been a, a long process mm-hmm. for sure. And I've, I've noticed at some Airbnbs that I've stayed at, you know, there'll be some things that are off limits or stuff that mm-hmm. they'll have locked up. Mm-hmm. And I know that in some Airbnbs, they'll even have you know, internal cameras to just kind of keep an eye on things. Yeah, so I mean, hate that. And, and, and I guess, you know, maybe there's two a, a different schools of thought about that. I'm probably, I would probably lean more on the side of having an external camera mm-hmm. because that provides a little bit more safety. You can see if people are coming and going or whatever, but beyond that, you know, it would be, it would be a little bit more creepy to have an internal camera, even if it yeah. was just for the idea that, you know, you know, I guess you could have one and then turn it off when you have guests there. So in that, theory, yes. In theory, yes. So. But as a guest, I, yeah, yeah, I love it, that. It would be, it'd be kind of weird. Yeah. I've talked to somebody who has an Airbnb in the historic district and they just said, you just have to basically go to whatever your trust level is. So for some mm-hmm. people it's, hey, I need to make sure everything is put away and locked. And other people like us, like we didn't have that ability with our home. And so if you wanted to access all our clothes and all 
just all the laundry we have in our drawers like you were you could and we just trusted that people want it uh and that worked out well for us but we know that's not that's not always cup of tea. yeah yeah, yeah. You, you're looking at you, you you're watching like a video of somebody walking into your place you're like hey is that my t-shirt yeah <laughs> yeah I'm walking so, out in your closet you yeah. wouldn't know how about yeah. that yeah so, so at what point did it real? Did you realize that wow, you know, we could actually make some money with this? This, this is something that, because um, I know people. Again, a lot of people are, were ju- are just going to have questions about, yeah. about it, and it's for, part of it. Like you just said, is the comfort level. Or am I willing to open up? If if you live still in this house that you are thinking about creating an Airbnb with, you have to have a comfort level. You have yeah. to get your head mm-hmm. around that, right? Mm-hmm. But then once you get to that point, then what was the next step for you in terms of? Did you think about frequency, when you were going to do it? I mean, obviously, there are logical times of the year to mm. do it based on the influx of people visiting an area, specifically Northwest Arkansas. But what did you? how did you think about it? Yeah, so for our Airbnb, we kind of had it in two separate phases. Uh, the initial phase was when we had finally moved into this house, had it remodeled, ready to go. Um, my whole thought process was I'm just trying to get it filled as much as possible. I want to be a super host because I've heard that's important and that matters. Um, And so we went through the process of just becoming a super host. And so that took as a three or four month period of like getting and to be a super host, you basically need 10 stays in a 12 month period. And so it took me three or four months to do that. Uh, and is the, does the feedback matter on those 10 stays? I yes. mean, does it, oh, okay. You, yeah. you need, I think you have to be above a 4.8. Okay. That needs to be uh, okay. your average review. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so, and that was a lot of reasons. The reason being, I didn't understand pricing as well as I should have or how to price it. I, I looked back uh, today and the original price that we charged for our place, uh, it was back in September of 2017. We charged like 250 a night for a weeknight, uh, weekend night. And that was like a game day and someone paid for that. And looking back, like horrifies me. Cause I'm like that. I, <laughs> we got a good review and that doesn't make sense. Uh, but I think it's, you need to learn how to price it. Um, and that will obviously help you gain, uh, stays and then as you gain uh, reviews that helps you and so whoever if you're wanting to start an airbnb you just have to be patient with the process so that took us three or four months to get 10 stays yeah. now we're in a phase where we're doing it full time we now better understand what we're doing and we're getting 10 to 15 stays a month uh so it looks a lot different uh you know it just took time and just better understanding what we're doing and yeah. learn from our mistakes. Like learn the pricing in your area. Look for like, you know, like-minded houses, like-minded spaces, whatever. Um, I would imagine you know all the. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but no, I, would, I would imagine you know all the Airbnbs in your area. For now we part. do. Yeah, now yeah. you do. Well, <laughs> and kind of compare. And oh, we yeah. took the original pictures we had was when we had everything in our house. So there's you could see clothes in the closet. Our closet and that's was not full. appealing to people, but yeah. now it's a more open space, and so I think people are more willing to book because they see. Oh, I'm. This is like more comfortable for me as mm-hmm. the guest. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And then so. So 10 to 15 stays a month now from just from a cost perspective, that's more than enough to handle your mortgage and everything else that that goes into this one particular property since this property is exclusively for Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, easily. Easily. I would, it'd be easier to probably rent my property instead, but there'd just be no way we could make enough money to cover the mortgage and all the improvements we've made on the house. Cause the house was falling apart when I purchased it. So right. we had to put money into it. 
Um, and so through Airbnb, we're basically able to make more in a month than we ever could renting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it's a, it's a great, if you're willing to game. do the work, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and we're still trying to figure out, Yes, obviously during football season, Airbnb is going to do better mm-hmm. or you're going to have bookings way more advanced. But we're learning now like, OK, this is what a typical January looks like or February. And we're shocked with how many people still come into this area for whatever reason, whether that be to like visit a student or mm-hmm. to go see a concert. It's it's unbelievable how busy you can be in this season. So and and just to give the listeners kind of an idea of how things have changed so much, I had a friend that was coming that came here to work at Tyson mm. and, you know, relocation the whole nine yards and his family was yet to move here. He stayed in an Airbnb for six months. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. in a really nice Airbnb too. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't yeah, you know, I was just like, Wow, this is cool. And it was probably more cost effective than yeah. than doing some of the other what we would call traditional corporate housing. Mm-hmm. So I think companies are actually looking to Airbnbs now and saying, that's going to be our go-to space. Oh, yeah. You and know? even more so people, I mean, Airbnbs now are more willing to cut deals to be like, if you're going to stay with me for this extended period of time, clearly I'm going to make that money. It's going to be worth it for me. Right. Let's let's find us some sort of common ground here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. So yeah, now that 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 makes perfect sense. And, and it, it almost creates a lot of opportunity for you. And as you were saying earlier about like football season here. And for those of you that know, of course, we have the Razorbacks and um, we have we have big hopes for this <laughs> next season with Coach Pittman and, so. and all of the great yes. things that are going to happen. I actually met, I, it's funny, I, and just as, as a side note, I, I was speaking to some entrepreneurship students at the Sam Walton College of Business last night. And one of the one of the students in there is a linebacker on the team. And he was sending me a message afterwards telling me how much he appreciated the talk. And he was like, man, it was great. And he was like, you know, you talked about relationships and the importance of it. And that's all that Coach Pittman stresses. And mm-hmm. he's like, we're so fired up for this next year. I could run through a wall right now. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's what I want to hear. So awesome. I'm excited. I, I just, I sent him back a message. And then at the end, I hashtag Woo Pig. I'm like, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's get it going and see what happens. But that's good. I mean, for you guys, if you have a good football team, mm-hmm. I mean, people come regardless. That's the one thing I've learned here, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. this is SEC Nation. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then yeah. you've got the whole state that rallies around. That loyalty is deep. It's really deep, but but I mean, I'm like, man, I can only imagine. So, what do you guys kind of look at the schedule, the upcoming schedule, and say, okay, these are the dates that we're blocking out. We're making sure that you know we're going to make our place available, and and certainly you you may modify things based on the the increased demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what we do now is it's available at all times, but I have a pricing software I use because. Okay. Uh, that stuff's available and I basically just put a minimum and a maximum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll go, okay, at max where you can make hundred bucks, men will make 50 bucks. And just depending on how far out uh, mm-hmm. from that day, the price will fluctuate. And so that, that not a perfect system, but definitely helps us make sure we're making the most that we can without having to manage ourselves. Cause that's not, we don't want to deal with pricing. Right, uh, right. We cleaning is enough of a task for us. And so we don't want to <laughs> deal with the, Pricing stuff. I think so. We have someone tonight staying uh, because our basketball team's good. We have someone tonight staying to watch the basketball game. So oh, we're, we're thankful that yeah, our basketball team's not bad. Absolutely. Eric Musselman, thank you for yes. that. So, yeah, <laughs> and the rest of the team. So, now that's cool. So, I mean, now that you know what you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you've had a chance to kind of get started, mm-hmm. you've gotten your feet wet. Are you finding that you're giving other people advice and guidance over this? Or are people, people like knocking on your door saying, you know, hey, Reagan, and 
Sean, help me out. We want to do Airbnb like you guys. We've had a couple people, more than I realized, because I don't feel like we have these magical qualifications. Yeah, yeah. We're trial and error, and it's working for us. And we've done a lot of hard work on the you know the back end to make that happen. But even my dad wants to start an Airbnb. He, he's in real estate. He like okay. does. He owns rental houses and rents out. But he got really excited about the concept of it. So I've had a couple people come to us and just be like, what was your beginning step? What does that look like? Um, what like would you suggest would be... Our big first thing, like yeah. renovating. Do we buy a new? Do we renovate? Do we rent out what we have? Do we rent a space? Do we rent our room? Whatever. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Nice. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's also a side consulting thing where you're just like, hey, this is, <laughs> you know, because honestly, I mean, you you've been doing it for a while, right? So that's why. I mean, a lot of times when people hire somebody to do something, mm-hmm. it's because they want to the expediency. Mm-hmm of getting from A to Z a little bit quicker, right? Mm-hmm. Now you took a while to get from A to Z. A little bit. But you have figured yeah. you have figured it out. You're like over there like, yeah, we we've we've Been gone through, through and done yeah. and you're still learning things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But I mean, you can look at a place and be like, "Oh, you need to fix this, this and that. Mm-hmm. That's okay over there, mm-hmm. but this over there, that has to go." We joke about that all the time wishing like that would be a perfect world is that we got to travel to Airbnbs and they'd hire us to like <laughs> consult. What's the good next step? Well, and, and it's funny because, you know, there's a, you know, if you look at HGTV, there's a whole group of flippers that go out there and, and what they do is they go and they renovate mm. or create yeah. these additional spaces. Yeah. And they do it a lot in Austin and places like that where, you know, there's just not enough hotel rooms mm, exactly. in Austin. And let's say, let's put it out there. There's not enough hotel rooms in Northwest Arkansas. True. So... I mean, and they could build several big hotels and there still wouldn't be enough hotel rooms in Northwest Arkansas. So as this area grows, I suspect that the need for air, really high quality Airbnbs will always be there, you know, and because I mean, that's why I got excited when you Mm -hmm. reached out to me. I was sitting there in my head just thinking about it and thinking about just all the offshoots of that, which Mm -hmm. is what we were talking Mm -hmm. about, all the different ways to kind of leverage local businesses to keep them at the forefront of people that are visiting the area. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, there's a whole ecosystem there yeah. Yeah. that if it's developed properly could really, I mean, it just, it's really a really unique situation. It yeah. could change the tone of this area for sure. Yeah. I mean, the city of Fayetteville claims there's probably about five to 600 short-term rentals just in Fayetteville. And so it, it's already a major part of this area, whether people realize it or not. Yeah. So, and, and I don't know if you know this, but does each city have their own restrictions or allowances with regard to short-term rentals like Rogers, Springdale, Bentonville? Do you Are you aware of any of that? Yeah, I know. I can't speak for the other cities, but I know Fayetteville, they currently don't have anything in place, but they're going through the process. So I know they had a focus group in January, kind of walk through what would this look like. I know city planning's having a meeting in February to kind of go through a rough draft. And then once they have a draft, they'll give it to the city council to decide what this looks like. But from what I've read, one, they'll do, they're going to do, uh, they're going to allow short term rentals because of what you said. There's just not uh, enough supply in this yeah. area to house people. Yeah. Uh, but then also, too, it's already so embedded here that'd be really hard to pull people out. And so, I think what they'll do is just cause people to get a business license and make sure they pass a safety inspection and make sure there's not too many Airbnbs on one certain street. Right, right. So. Yeah. Well, let's keep it funky, Fayetteville. So just those of you <laughs> listening, Mayor Jordan, let's not <laughs> let's not get too onerous with our, our laws and regulations because, I mean, I think what you guys are doing is really great. It's the embodiment of, of, of a side hustle, if you will, and mm-hmm. something that you can do that creates opportunity that, you know, honestly, before Airbnb came around, I mean, you had other options, but really it was just 
you just really didn't know. But now yeah. but because you have that vetting process that Airbnb provides, it's just a whole different ballgame. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'd say if anyone's interested in Airbnb, like you're going to have to be ready to have at least one or two bad experiences. Oh, 100%. Uh, well, speaking of which, why don't you, can you, can you share <laughs> an interesting story that, you know, because I mean, I think it's good. And again, you know, we're not trying to castigate anybody that went, came into your place and just acted crazy. Yeah. But I mean, the bottom line is it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, the numbers won't support you having a perfect experience every time you have somebody come in and stay yeah. at your house. Yeah. But why don't you just give our audience, our listeners here, and I am Northwest Arkansas, just a little sampling of what could go yeah. wrong. Yeah. We've been really fortunate, but do you want to <laughs> take that? Can I talk about marijuana on this podcast? <laughs> you sure can. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Uh, we really medical, medical marijuana is legal in this Truly, state, right? truly. Yes, it Look, is, it is, that so. is awesome. Yeah. Big fan of it. However, yeah. we really, I mean, like you said, we've had great experiences. We have not had many poor experiences. Mm -hmm. People are kind. People have been very respectful of our space, even while we were sharing space and, and moving in and out of that, and it was our stuff. People truly have been great. There have just been a few specifically one comes to mind. We had a group, well, we had a girl book with us one time who was a lot younger. And and when she asked to book, mentioned wanting to blow off some steam from the school semester and maybe should have been an indicator, which like I validate that girl, get yours, do what yes, you got to do. Right. Maybe not in my Airbnb, but <laughs> uh, so she and her friends came and I celebrated a birthday, blew off some steam. I don't really know. All I know is we got there the next morning and it smelled like Snoop Dogg had put roots in this house. Like, and there were candles everywhere. There was a back window open. It was just, there was, they'd celebrated birthday, so there was cake smashed into the dining room table in the floorboards. Oh my there was goodness. like, like rolling paper on all, like on the table. I'm like, girl, if you're going to do it, yeah. at least hide it. Like, right. at least hide it well, yeah. but didn't. So we spent, a good couple of days getting that smell out of the house and out of the curtains. Had to throw away a shower curtain just because it. Oh my gosh. Again, do whatever you want to do on your own time. Live yeah. your life, not here. And we have house rules. And, it, it, yeah. and I would say if you're going to do an Airbnb, make house rules, list them, not just like on your Airbnb site, list them in a house, make a cute sign, have some cute hand lettering because mm -hmm. it's just very. It, it benefits you in the long run. Isn't that why, I mean, yeah, I mean, most of the times people pay a cleaning deposit mm -hmm. and sometimes a security deposit, yeah. right? Something yeah. along those lines. So I would assume that you probably had to take some of that to- Yes. Uh, and that's to, a process. Yeah. Um, we ended up contacting her through the Airbnb site just to be like, hey, not crazy mad, just like we're going to have to take your security deposit. <laughs> and that's not that's not a direct thing that we would do. That's up to Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, you file claims through them and they've been great with us every time to just immediately reach out and mm -hmm. uh, solve it. And it's usually been in our favor. But yeah, you do pay a security deposit and you do pay a cleaning fee. We are able to put our cleaning fee really low. It creates a really like, if you can put it low, do it. It do really it, helps right. people. Yeah. It, it gives yeah. them incentive and go, hey, absolutely, it's as worth it because um, cleaning fees will get you. But yeah, you can file through Airbnb and that's how we you know, secured that. She was not not excited about that. I'm sure. I'm sure. So it worked out. Note to self, you can't film a scene from half-baked in an Airbnb. <laughs> I mean, you could, but or, don't. Yeah, exactly. Or clean up after yourself afterwards. So Actually, that's the better, that's a better key, yeah, key point. Yeah, so um, something along those lines, but because things do happen. But 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that's you know people just need to hear that right mm-hmm. because they need to know that that you know what could go wrong mm-hmm. is somebody going to steal all your china? Well, you may not want to keep the good china yeah. out. You may want to put yeah. some of that stuff mm-hmm. away. Exactly. And, and again, in the situation that you have right now, because you have another place, it's the perfect storm, right? Because you can set the place up the way you want it. Mm-hmm. You're not like as invested in a lot of the stuff that's yeah. there f- from the vantage point of you know, stuff walking away. Cause it's not like, I mean, they're just items that you've put in there mm-hmm. for this specific exactly. purpose. Exactly. So you can run up to Ikea up in Kansas city mm-hmm. and go get a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. bring it back down to Fayetteville oh, and set up your place yeah. and, and go, go to town. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The most, the best guests we've had is when they've left things for us specifically oh, when yeah. they leave like beer in the fridge. Those, oh, are, yeah. those are the best yeah. guests. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's kind of like that, that's that pay it for it mentality. Yeah. When I, mm-hmm. I used an Airbnb in Destin this summer and the people had left a bunch of stuff and the woman was like, oh yeah, please take whatever you mm-hmm. want. And she had some basics, yeah. right? Yeah. But it just, it makes a big difference. And then that kind of gets into what we were talking about, mm-hmm. Sean, mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago and, and you know and i, I don't want to i think your ideas are really spot on but you know it's an opportunity for anybody with an airbnb to kind of showcase the area yeah. showcase what makes northwest arkansas special you know featuring some of the amazing chocolate that we he- have here you know there's this little coffee company called onyx and they have pretty decent coffee you might and, have heard of them i mean yeah you might have heard of them <laughs> I, and i'll give a, a shout out to our segas as well so we appreciate them all i mean this is a coffee culture here but there's all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that can be highlighted in your Airbnb. And I know you guys are kind of working on on doing that and, and just kind of giving people that may not be from this area a glimpse into all the good things that are, are around here. So. Yeah, that's the good Airbnbs I've been to, or the, I guess the bad ones I've been to. It feels like I am just a customer <laughs> and that I'm they're trying to make money off of me. And yeah. so what I like to do for our Airbnb is, yes, you're obviously paying for a stay. But you you get these bonuses or extra things like coffee from Onyx or tea from Savoy uh, or play some Block Street Records. So we like to do that stuff because it just shows, hey, we we care, and also uh, we don't we want you to have a good experience. And we don't want to just take your money. Excuse me. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. So um, no, I I think that um, I mean I, I think that's a great way to. Um, give people a little mm-hmm. slice of of this area, mm-hmm. and and certainly it separates you from everybody else, right? Because I mean, you know, I've been to Airbnbs where it's like you should be written this place for the hour, and and, <laughs> and that's not the kind of and I'm and that's not being that's not a yeah. that's no, not no. A, com, a compliment. That's yeah. just no, like yeah, yeah. you probably no. shouldn't be doing that. So, yeah. but um, you know, so so what what um you know I. I've held you guys for some time here and you've really shared some great information. What, what, um, what, what's next for you guys with regard to this? Do you, do you want to get another property and maybe do it again? Is it that exciting? Or are you kind of like, this is a good one and we'll, we'll kind of leave it at that and not, uh, you know, no, I mean, you, you want to corner the market on I, Airbnbs in uh, South Fayetteville or what? I would love to do another Airbnb. It's been so much fun and the success we've seen has just been overwhelming. Um, but it's just that, uh, yeah, just figuring out can it work from a cost standpoint for us. Yeah. But we're we're all in on you're doing it in. again. Oh, yeah. So if you're able to do it. Yeah. It truly is fun. And if you have the time, if you have the time and you have the creative output, it is worth it. It is so fun you are you kind of have to have a thick skull like a thick shell to for people if they're gonna have 
poor opinions or, or oh I know right because okay. I mean you take it personal if you take stuff personal it's like yeah, oh, I don't this like your maybe lawn or I don't like you. this this is probably not for you well and you can't please everybody so yeah, I'll have some truly. people who say your bed is the most comfortable bed we've ever slept in and other people say it's way too soft you need to make a firmer bed and yeah. so you just go you just have to push through yeah, yeah yeah no I love that I love that so uh, in, in in final summation as we, as we close out is there anything else that you want to add to this picture of what it means to be an Airbnb owner in, in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing that we kind of touched upon is just, if you're willing to do this, it's almost 90% about location. It, yes. You can have a great Airbnb and you offer all these great amenities. Uh, but if you're not in a spot where people want to go, you're not going to, you're going to have a tough time yeah, uh, yeah. getting yeah. booked. And so that's really key is the closer you can get to downtowns, the better. Closer yeah. you can get to the stadium. Yes. Oh, killer. Closer you can get to Bud Walton. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. just, just got to go in asking the question of what do I want my strategy to be? Do I only want to book on the weekends or am I wanting to get booked every day of the month for yeah. the next five years? And right. that, that matters and where you go. Absolutely. Yeah. I have some friends that have a, a place near Lake Atalanta and mm-hmm. then some plate people near Beaver Lake and they, they just, yeah, they always have. Mm-hmm. They oh yeah. Always is always. So location is everything. I mean, but is, that's like truly. that in real estate mm-hmm. though. So, I mean, it's, it's always location based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Um, I, what do you guys do when you're not Airbnb in it and, and when you're hanging around you guys, have, I mean, you're from central Arkansas. You're kind of from here because you did end yeah. up finishing high school. Yeah. Did you go to Fayetteville High? Or? No, I went to Haas Hall. Oh, you Scholars went to Haas of Hall. Northwest Arkansas. There you go. My son went there for a while. Nuh-uh. So yeah, That's but dope. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so what what do you guys like to do when you when you let your hair down, hair down and hang out here in Northwest Arkansas? I mean, we're really into like anything Arkansas, North Northwest Arkansas has that's new, new restaurants, new like bars. Yeah, we, we love really going to Puritan. That. Oh yeah, we spend uh, a lot of time there. Yeah, Puritan yeah. is nice. What's what's your favorite new restaurant, or where have you been? Where what what restaurant do you frequent a lot? Where you're just like, man, we we, we come here a lot. We should buy some stock. <laughs> Besides Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, we love Mr. Taco Loco. Oh, okay. It's okay. Like, there's a South Bay location. There's one up on the Springdale Square. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's like hyper trendy, but oh my god, it's so really good. good. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Have you had the quesadillas at Plomo? No. You haven't. You've heard about it though. Right? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah have. Really yeah. good stuff. Big yeah. shout out to my man Omar. Uh, for what he's done with uh, Conquesos and uh, this mm-hmm. Plomo thing, he was telling me it's just taken off. So if you ever, uh, you know, if you ever go out and have a have a have a, a beer mm-hmm. or a drink in the evening down on Dixon, and you get a little hungry, go check out Plomos, which is out back behind um, Juice Palm, mm-hmm. which is right up there, right across almost from the Bank of America off of Dixon just up the street from JJ. So yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. We got to check out uh, lever lounge. We have not. Oh been yeah. There. That's the next oh, big yeah. place on our have list. You, have you been? No, but the Korean fried chicken is amazing. Okay. I've tasted it. <sighs> okay. And uh, we actually had the, the folks from the lever lounge on, on this app, on this podcast okay. and, and talking about it. And okay. um, yeah, just, just really great people. But the food is, is really good. Everybody that we've talked to that's been there absolutely loves the Leverett Lounge. Mm-hmm. So, it's next yeah, on the list. Yes, yeah, it's a lot to do. I mean, that's the nice thing about this area. I mean, between here and Bentonville, I mean, A Street Market, I just, mm. I just, I can't I get enough hours of that. There. Yeah, I can't get enough of that. <laughs> and the nice thing is that it's all in one location. Oh, my God, yeah. Yayo's and mm. the Holler. And I mean, you just, 
there's such good food up there. Yeah. So, but there's great food down here too. So there's just a little bit of everything. So have you really guys been to Maxine's Tap Room? Oh yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Lives in yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it, a good spot. We tried so. out the Graduates Bar. Have you ever I, been I've to heard it? About yeah, it? Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a very like would not have thought to go there, but no. it's been like, it was a nice experience. Yeah. I really liked it. It was fun. Very eclectic, very different. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard, I've heard good things. I, I, I've, um, been by there i haven't been in there but but i like maxine's mm-hmm. i love maxine's for the you know the special drinks mm-hmm. and just it's just a nice environment it's like it's like old school you know it's not it's got trendy. a wide diverse like age group in there which i super it does appreciate. yeah it really does you can find a little bit of everybody in there so yeah that's awesome that's awesome well good well thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast and kind of sharing your thoughts and feelings about your airbnb experience here in northwest arkansas and if people wanted to reach out to you what's the best way for them to to contact you if there were ever a way to do that i guess email or phone or could okay we... so what i'll do is uh, i'll put your email okay. or, or i'll have you create an email okay. and then yeah. we'll put that on our show notes so people know how That'd to reach awesome. out okay. to you so because you know i just think it would be helpful there's a lot of people out there and the one thing that i've always said is that there's such an inviting spirit here mm-hmm. in northwest arkansas mm-hmm. people are always looking to help each other out mm-hmm. yeah i mean literally from the moment that i started this podcast everybody and their mother's like oh i know somebody that could be on your podcast or i know you know you should meet this person mm-hmm. or that person that's one thing i will say about this area that is that there's a tremendous giving spirit mm-hmm. and and so i i you know i'm sure you guys have something to share with the rest of the folks and so we will make sure that we put all that information in the show notes so they can reach out to you. And I'll, if there are any other websites or links, and, and maybe if you, you want to mention that um, software that you use, uh, you can share all that. Okay. And, and, and uh, I'll, I'll send you something. You can give that to me. We'll include that in the show notes so people can have that. Because I'm sure people listening to this have questions and they're like, wait, I, I, I want, you know, Randy asked on this or ask <laughs> Reagan that. But, that you know, we're just going to put a pen in it for now because I have a feeling that we'll probably end up talking about something in the future. And so that that would be uh, what would be certainly worthwhile. But this was a great starting point. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate you guys coming down to yeah, my um, my studio within a studio here <laughs> at the Fayetteville Public Library and uh, really just excited for what you guys are able to do with your Airbnb down in South Fayetteville. And just thank you so much for everything. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Appreciate, it. appreciate that. So, well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Sean and Reagan are really great people. And, and as I said, I will make sure I put a lot of information in the show notes just so that you have it. And as always, with every episode of the podcast, at least the latest episodes, you know, I started doing transcripts a couple of uh, about a month or two ago. So at least the last 10 or 15 episodes of I Am Northwest Arkansas all have transcripts. Eventually, over time, I will get back and do all of them and make sure that every episode has a transcript tied to it. But there will be a transcript for this if you if there's something that you want that you missed or, you know, for some of us that like to read as well as listen to things, that's your opportunity to do that. And so uh, we'll make sure that that's available to you. That will be in the show notes. And uh, that's pretty much all I have for now. I would really appreciate if you do a couple things for me. As we're moving into this new season in 2020, we're going to be making a lot of changes here on the podcast. I would really appreciate you doing three things for me. One, I'd love for you to tell a friend about it. Tell them why you like it. Don't just say, oh, Go listen to this podcast. Tell them why you like the podcast and mention maybe maybe an episode that's one of your favorites. Two, I'd love for you to give a rating and a review of the podcast on whatever format you listen to it. So if it's Apple Podcasts, you can give a rating or review there. If it's Spotify, you can rate and review it there. But I would really appreciate it because your reviews 
are fuel for me to continue doing this on a regular basis. I don't get paid for this, folks. So my payment or is in anybody saying, hey, attaboy, Randy, keep it going. I love the way you represent Northwest Arkansas and make us all look so good. That's my goal. That's what I'm trying to do. So help me out with that. And then finally, the last thing I, I wanted to mention to you is that, uh, like I said, we are expanding this podcast. We're going to be doing some new things. We're also looking for a couple of key sponsors that might want to be a part of I Am Northwest Arkansas as we expand. We've got our website, IamNorthwestArkansas.com, which you can visit. So please uh, check us out. We've got a new events page on there. We also have a business directory. And so everybody that has been on the podcast will be part of the business directory, but we're also expanding it so that anyone that wants to have their company, their organization, whatever they do listed uh, on the business directory, you can do that for free. That's right. I said it free. So check it out. Just visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. And as always, you can hit me up on email, Randy at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. And I'd love to chat with you. If you have any feedback, if you have any advice, uh, even if you hate the podcast, let me know that. That way, I mean, it, all 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 uh, all information is, is constructive. So I, I'd like to know that as well. But, you know, for the one or two people out there that hate it. So anyway, that's all I have for right now. As always, the podcast comes out every Monday and uh, that's it. So I will see you next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.